Welcome to the Westside Contact Tracers podcast. I'm your humble host, Will. I'm here with Ron Madsen on the phone. What up? What up? Um, we got a great show for you today. I'm gonna talk a little bit about what's trending, what's going on with the virus and and vaccines and stuff like that. Um, you know, we start every show with the COVID tolls. So we'll give it to Ron right now to give us the COVID tolls. Welcome, good people. This is Ron with your daily COVID tolls. Today is February 17th, 2021. And according to the Chicago dashboard, the current positivity rate is 3.6% for a seven-day rolling average, which is down from last week's seven-day rolling average of 4.7%. The the daily test seven-day rolling average is 11,377, which is down from last week's rolling average of 12,201, which is a 7% decrease. Uh, And the cumulative test is 3,028,598. As far as new cases in Chicago, there were 340 new cases which is down from uh, the seven-day rolling average of 471, which is a 28% decrease. As far as Illinois go, there was uh, 1,791 new cases, and that's down from a 2,135-day, uh, 35 cases of uh, which was a, a seven-day rolling average. Uh, also, there were 33 new deaths bringing a total to 22,199. And 24 of those people was from Cook County, um, the Cook County area. And also another thing is ABC uh, vaccine track shows that at least 92,618 people across Chicago have been fully vaccinated for COVID-19 as of yesterday, February 16th. And 264,025 Chicagoans have had their first dose. So it's it's a that makes up 3.4% of Chicagoans that has been fully vaccinated. And that's your daily tolls for uh, today, Chicago. And you guys uh, stay safe. Thank you so much, Ron. Now for a great show. First off, it seems that the winter storm that hit Chicago uh, really um, messed up a lot of stuff for people getting their vaccine um, on Tuesday. The Chicago shipment didn't come Tuesday because of the winter storm. Um, also, that that well, not also, but because of this, um, that caused widespread cancellations of vaccine appointments, and you know. You know how that's 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 really, uh, I know that 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 really bagged things up. What you think, Ron? Yeah, it had to, man. That that uh, uh, snowstorm was crazy. To get like uh, twelve to eighteen inches of snow in certain places. Oh uh, yeah. The streets was like like crazy. You couldn't even. Uh, they were impassable. So I understand what the holdup was, and you know that stuff had to be. Uh, kept at a certain temperature while you're delivering it and it only it only lasts for so long. So I can see why they had to cancel some appointments and uh how things was running late, you know. Yeah. So hopefully everybody that uh was going in to get a 
a vaccine, a vaccine is able to reschedule their appointments to get back in there and get that done. Yeah. Um, something that, um, we were, you know, we were in our work office zoom, um, earlier today and we were talking to uh our company ceo um morris reed and he was speaking to us about how like um a lot more white people are coming into our austin area to get the vaccine um and i'm wondering i'm wondering and i'm gonna bounce this off you i'm wondering if if white people are you know, should it be looked at that white people are jumping in front of us in our own neighborhoods to get the vaccine? Or should it be understood that just some of us are still on the fence and just don't trust it? I, you know what? I, I think it's all of the above. You know what I'm saying? Because A, you should be concerned that why they got to come in, into our neighborhood to get it and why it's not readily available to them. And if so, why they not taking it in, in, in their neighborhoods? And secondly, I, I think it's just, you know, uh, a healthy, a still, it's still a healthy distrust of what this vaccine can do, you know, and, and what it will do. You know, I hate to say it, but we are still under the, uh, feeling the effects or the fear of the Tuskegee Airmen uh, episode that they had with their experiment. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the, the Tuskegee experiments are, are a, a, a constant uh, burn on the memory of every black person because of what that, that did. They gave people a disease and, and that would kill them just to watch it work. Right. And and when you when you think about that, when you think about those things and the and the pains that that those people endure, endure you 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 have to you have to worry about it. When you think about not being able to walk down the street, if you're walking too fast, or if you're running, you know the police might take you for somebody you know and hurt you. Um, you know there are too many things. For black people to worry about on a daily basis, um, and, and so that's where that trust is, that mistrust is breeding. Yeah, yeah, and, and it, it has a lot to do with it. You know, I'm gonna stop saying what it had a lot. To, I'm gonna say for me, for me, I, as I sit back and think about it, you know, I, I, I think about it as why all of a sudden is that it's an interest and protecting and taking care of black people, you know, when that hasn't been the case historically before. So it's, it's nowhere, nowhere in history where they was trying to take care of black people first, right? So with me, I think to myself, so when did they get a kind heart and when did we become a, a priority, you know? And I understand that uh, it's... it's is because it's affecting a lot of black people more and Latino people more, black and brown people more. But at the same time, when did that really matter? So, so I don't know, that's what my, my uh, trust issues come in at, you know, because never before in history have you, have we been a priority like that? So why now? Especially with something that we don't, that they don't even know all of the uh, 
side effects and ins and outs and all the rest of that. They don't have enough information about the what happened after the second dose or to certain people because everybody's makeup is different, you know. So it's it's like you we always don't have that healthy mistrust or distrust uh, of of government activities when it comes to us because we 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 we've been uh, racially uh, systematically racially. Dominated forever. (laughs) Right, right. And so for for years, it's like, okay, with with COVID 19, we're going to put y'all first. But why not put us first in education? Why not put us first with, with, uh, with the financial reforms or, 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 or things like that? You know, so when it comes to, to trusting them to just say, hey, we're going to take care of y'all on this one. I don't know about that one, bro. Yeah, I understand that, and um, I totally get that. You preach to the choir. Um, I don't really, I don't really see. Um, I, first of all, we have an immune system, so for me, um, it seems counterintuitive that we pumping a vaccine that you know sends your body a protein that you don't recognize and fight it well when the coronavirus hits your body your body doesn't recognize it and it instantly jumps on it unless your immune system is weak so if we boosted our immune system i think we could help ourselves with that um and and as far as you know just them trying to pump it to us i i i ain't i ain't with that at all i, I because you know what I'm saying? I've 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 been a a young person who who just got to college and you go and the credit card people are there. You been right. you, you you remember that? You've been prayed upon. You've been prayed upon. Yeah. You yeah. yeah. Without the without the proper education of credit. You know what I'm saying? But they're gonna give you credit. And yeah. you're gonna live off that credit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause, you in college exactly so that's what i'm saying so so when it's that when when you say hey when everybody say hey come here i got this for you there is the first inkling is to say man hold on i don't don't know i don't know i don't know what you what you trying to give me that for like i'm a person that 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 gives people a lot of stuff people on the street people i don't even know like i you know man you got some change i'll pull out a saw book uh, for those who don't know, a saw bug is ten dollars, and and a, and a man and a motherfucker be like, you know, a person will be like, stop, you know, really, yeah, really, and so there is a mistrust with that, and when they say yeah, really, when the government is saying yeah, really to black people. You can't trust that. We can't trust that yet. We ain't there yet. Uh, old old Joe is trying to get our is trying to get our trust, but but everything he does seems patronizing. And and so moving on, um, the city for the second straight week has eased up on uh, the restaurant. Yeah, indoor dining. Um, you know, letting people, you know, letting, letting businesses pack like 40%, uh, capacity or 50 people, whichever one is lesser. And, um, I guess 
I guess that's a that's that's a good thing um, for restaurants. Uh, I wonder, is it risky? Um, did Lori Light feel, feel a little pressure? Because I, I think we was talking about this a little earlier, and you were saying that you know the restaurant industry seemed or felt like it, it was the one the one entity that was attacked. All others were stayed healthy and even blossomed. Right, right. Yeah, I agree with it. Yeah, that's what I was bringing out. I was saying that uh, um, it, it felt like, especially in the beginning, as around Christmas time, it felt like because the restaurants were still closed, but you can go in the mall and you can go in uh, these different department stores and, and shoe stores and you can buy clothes, you can buy shoes, you can go buy groceries. Uh, and other business was was still thriving or or finding new ways of doing business, and and the restaurant industry was hit. They could not get nobody to come in. They had to do everything by uh, by delivery only or pickup. So they were getting hit, you know. And the thing about restaurant business is, you going to the restaurant most of the time is to mark an occasion like a birthday, an anniversary, or something like that. And that 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 hit everybody. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't mark an occasion with a nice meal from our favorite restaurant. And so the restaurant industry got hit because they didn't make the needed adjustments or they weren't allowed to make the needed adjustments. Yeah, like, I'm not sure. I think when you own a business and you need it to thrive, you have to be able to adjust on the fly. Everything right. ain't gonna be perfect, um, right. and I think that 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 restaurant businesses that already had uh, to go prongs fell asleep there. They just should have beefed that up, and then when when things started to open up a little bit more, then you put the the little the little enclosures out and have people outside dining and stuff like that. I think some of these restaurants dropped the ball and they need somebody to blame. They need something to blame like COVID-19. Um, because I mean, the truth be told brother, I'm not, you know, any type of restaurant tour or anything, but I learned how to get money without having a job because restaurants weren't open anymore. You know what I'm saying? So why can't a person that will hire me and tell me, hey, I'll give you pennies on the dollars I make off of you if you cook this saute, cook on this saute station. If they can't make those adjustments, there's a problem. Yeah, yeah. I know I know you see it differently because you were in, you were in that business as a chef and all the rest of that. So, you know, I like I was saying earlier, the thing is, is you're right, they didn't make the needed adjustments. But it was like certain things that I felt like it could have been done differently. Like you could have encased, encased a couple of booths, uh, restaurant booths, and, and some plexiglass and put some, some ventilation systems where they like in their own little island, you know, and serve them they food through a window on a tray or something like that to make that contactless. And I'm, I'm like, why didn't they make those adjustments? And they did try to make some of the adjustments, 
with, with putting people outside and, 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 and closing them off and things like that. And the crazy part about it is I remember when they first shut down, uh, but but it was still some restaurants open, but they was just serving food outside, right? And I remember going up north, and it was like on this one street, it was like all the restaurants had put tables outside, right? Yep. And the street was packed. With people, a few people had their masks. Most people didn't. You know, I guess it was the beginning, but uh, most people didn't. They was like, I'm outside, I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, it was just crazy to see the difference. You know, it was a lockdown and shutdown out west, but up north, it was totally different. Yeah. 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 And uh, I mean, I saw that too. And, um, and I saw it also in places like High Park and stuff like that, like like outdoor dining became a thing before you know before they really stopped it and brought it to a halt. Um, but also, just I think I think just with 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 the restaurants and bars like closing, that's a that's a big part of the economy. Also, um, I think. The the restaurateurs part of them are, are are a big part of the city's aristocracy or the blue bloods. So that's that's why I feel like maybe she maybe someone's like, okay, Lori, you gonna want to run next time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you think she got? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm almost certain of it because it hurt a lot of businesses. Yeah, there's so many businesses that were out of business that was restaurants mm-hmm. and uh and they just gone, you know. So I, I kinda felt for the uh restaurant industry, you know. Oh uh, yeah. I hate to see people lose what they work for. I know well I've opened over twenty restaurants. I know well the work that wow. goes into opening a restaurant. Um, I haven't opened my own restaurant, but I've been on the 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 I've been on management teams that open up restaurants. I've been on uh just crews that open up restaurants. And that work is is something that somebody can't take from you because it's accomplishment. And it's also something that that when you see it all go away, it hurts. I've had to move out of a restaurant that closed. You know what I'm saying? I've had to, you know, so those things hurt. I understand that. I just think that um when things are when 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 you got a well oiled machine running, um, and then something like this happens and you can't keep it going, that means something something about that entity was fragile in the first place. And and that's you know, those are that's a difficult reality. Um, and that's no diss to anybody that has lost their business um due to this because sometimes capital ain't what it looked like. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, so moving on, the biggest part, the 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 funnest part of this convo, ladies and gentlemen, should be the idea that Congress is debating a $1.75 billion bill. What a, what a bill. 
with a B, with a capital B, billion. Like, like in my uh, Doctor Evil voice, um, and this will help scientists identify mutations of the virus through a process called genomic sequencing. Now, I looked it up. There's no way to explain this to the layman. Let me let me try it. Let me try it a little bit. Cause I, I, I looked it up too when I saw it. I'm like, what the hell are they talking about, right? So to break it down, it's like it's the studying of a DNA sequence, right? So the sequence of that makes us up. So I'm gonna hold I'm gonna stop you right there. And then I'll, I'm just just to just to introduce the question that doesn't have to be answered right now. Do virus have DNA? Go go on. Mm. Uh wow. I'm assuming I'm assuming so. I'm assuming so because that's the only way that they can use a, a messenger RNA to mimic uh the sequencing, which would probably be the virus. So I'm assuming that it does it it does have uh genomic sequencing and that's how they able to uh duplicate that like uh like COVID and the vaccine to uh get you your body to fight it off. But man, that's a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. But what I pull from that is, you know, I'm 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 like because, you know, I hate to use the words conspiracy theorists and and so much mistrust and distrust. But I, it, it's like I think I've read and I'm, 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 I'm going to try to paraphrase it. But basically, they trying to bring about uh, a national coherence to the strategy. So they, in other words, they got like the purpose of this particular bill is to spread it out spread the funds out so that nationally people will get the technology, be operating with the same technology and looking for the same things in the same way. Because you had like different pockets, a different faction of, of uh, people doing research. Right, like, because not enough, not enough people and not enough, there are not enough entities involved in the researching of how this thing is made up and how it behaves. So right. that so they trying to dump money into that and get more people on like a task force just to see how it behaves and surveil the thing. So now we we're we're in a microbial war. Mm. Mm. Okay. Because when you go to when you go to looking in and surveilling and you and you have to understand the the behavior of something, and this is something we're fighting, so this is an enemy. So yeah. so when it's an enemy, um yeah, it looks like a war, it looks like a fight to me, and it's just and the and the enemy is microbial. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And and, and the fact that it keeps on mutating. You know, like they found another strand in the United Kingdom and, and, and Africa, and it, it's just, they keep mutating. So I see why they're trying to dump the money, and I see why they're trying to uh, to unify it across the nation. But 
you know, that mistrust kicked in. It's like, why everybody got to do everything the same way? Yep. Why, why you can't have somebody that's, that's studying it this way or that way or a different way? You know, yeah, well, I think I think I think with that, like, I don't think that because scientists, they like to be individuals in the first. So I don't think that nobody is going to like approach this the same way. No, no group of scientists are going to approach looking at this the same way and they're going to develop more. Uh, or and different technology from from one another um, to 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 pull this off. I still really, I still really don't understand it, and that's the that's my thing, man. Like they they shoot out anything public. Tell you this, hey, hey, we're doing genomic sequencing. <laughs> All right, well, what the hell is that? Well. I'm going to hit you with some more jargon that you don't understand to explain. Right, right. It definitely ain't for the late person. You know, you you have you have to, but at the same time, you have to uh, take agency over yourself and, and do your own research and find out what's going on. Find out what's going on, and, and that that's one of the the things too. About uh, about this research, or, or, or about them uh, trying to uniform all the all the research surrounding the genomic sequences. It's like, is that is that uh, research going to be made public for for everybody to see? Because you know, research is just data, but it's the interpretation of that data is that what what makes a difference. You know, how would that data, what that data, what would that data look like by the time it gets to you and me? You know what I'm saying? Yep. Is it is it to support a separate agenda or this agenda? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So hopefully hopefully we'll be able to get that data and look at that data made is it, made public. So and, and then they could probably explain it to us also. <laughs> yeah. All right. Because yeah. you know it's gonna be some stuff that that we ain't gonna understand, but at the same time, we gotta be careful of of, of who is interpreting the data and uh, from their research though. So yeah, it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot. I do hope that the bill get passed so that they can keep track of, of the the many mutations of 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 what's going on with this virus and and hopefully figure out a way to defeat it. You know, because that's one thing they haven't done. Yeah. Figured out a way to defeat it. And we continue to talk about mistrust. My feelings about this is, okay, we're starting here with this technology. That type that that technology, brother, has boundless application. Best believe that. They, when, when we when we're talking about what we're talking about right now. That feeds the the conspiracy theory that they trying to rip people's DNA and see what it is, right? Right. And then so now we talking about something about that has to do with with genomes, and 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 there's already nucleic acid in the vaccine of this. You know what I'm saying? These dots aren't easily connected. And there's right. no and there's no coincidence, I don't think, not in my estimation, that 
we, you know what I'm saying, that 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 these that you can connect these dots. Right. Right. Now I got I got into a discussion with my wife about this article too, right? And I I too took on the stance that you took on. And she was like, well, wait a minute. Remember, it's not about everybody's DNA. They are supposed to be studying just the positive virus, the positive cases of the coronavirus. Who's to even say that that's going to be all? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's the that's the thing. You'll never you'll never know because of the way government and everything disseminates information or doesn't disseminate information. So we ain't gonna know. All you're gonna know is somebody's gonna pop up with the with the way to cure rheumatoid arthritis through genomic sequencing. <laughs> right. Somebody's going to pop up with that. Somebody's right. going to pop up with that, with, with the cure. And it won't be the cure for cancer because they make too much money off treating right. cancer. Yep. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? You got, like, they, they make too much money off treating certain things. Cancer and high blood pressure being two things. The heart and and, and it's weird because you go in the heart of uh, the the American Heart Society. They got plates on it of uh, stuff that you're supposed to eat that's supposed to be heart healthy. Uh, bacon wrapped shrimp. No way. Was on. No way. Are you serious? I am absolutely serious, and I'm not sure if that's still on there, but um. I was doing um, a a meal plan or, or or building a meal plan for someone who was trying to you know keep their heart health right. Right. Um, and so I checked that website just to just to get some ideas. And when I seen that, I'm like, bacon. Right. Bacon. Right. Yeah, I don't right. know about that. You know what I'm saying? And you know, so. I don't know, man. They make too much money off stuff. That's why that's why stuff that's why it's like, you know, packaged goods are legal. All these packaged goods with with polysorbate and, and monosodium glutamate and, and those things, those things are cancer causing agents and we know it. And it's still legal to sell them. So mistrust. <laughs> Do, do, do they want you to be sick in this country? And, right, right. So that I, I I feel that right. So it's like everything else is about us being sick, right? From our diet, the way we eat, the pollution in the water, the uh the the pesticides in the pool, all of that is is unhealthy, right? So why why are we so hiding behind trying to find a, you know, some poor virus, you know, a vaccination? So, but I get it. People are dying from it. Uh, people have lost loved ones. I know I did. Uh, and it's a whole lot of other people did that lost some loved ones. But I don't know. It just don't seem right. It, it just seems like it's a huge marketing campaign. campaign. 
You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it all sounds persuasive. You know? Yep. But that, that's just my take on it. It, it sounds like a persuasive com- uh, campaign, like, oh, we, we'll take care of you. Uh, just get this, get this vaccination shot. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, we'll go for it. You'll be okay. No, bro. Let's talk about these side effects. Mm-hmm. You know what's going to happen to me in a year? Two years, five years, ten years. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah and because because you're mimicking something that has long term effects. So that's an issue. You know what I'm saying? Like like for me, okay, you 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 mimic this in my body. So if it's it's if it's supposed to behave like it would behave in my body. Why wouldn't I be thinking long term when I have to think long term if I've contracted COVID nineteen? Yeah, you know it's it's like when we was in that training and I was I was asking uh, Nurse Grace, you know, because you know the vaccine is preventative; it's not it's not a cure, right? Mm-hmm. So since it's preventative, you know. Uh, you can still catch it. You can still catch the. Uh, you can still catch COVID nineteen even after being <clears throat> vaccinated, right? And, and also, it don't. It only lasts so far from the information that they gave us three to six months. So it, it's like, man, what happens when you take it again and again and again? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Do it affect the immune system? Like, hey. I can't keep taking these shots trying to fight this 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 uh, messenger RNA. You right. know how many times I got to do that? What is that doing to the body? Or 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 does it recognize the the messenger RNA after a while and be like, hey hey buddy, what's up? Right. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Hey, it's my man, messenger RNA. Come right. sit with us. Right, and then stop. It's it's not as effective. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so, um, you know, in closing, ladies and gentlemen, I, hopefully we didn't sound too negative. And just for uh, good housekeeping, uh, if you feel the need to go get the vaccine, please go do so. You can get some if you're on the West, get one if you're on the West Side at Loretta Hospital. <laughs> yeah, by all means, this is not a an indictment on vaccine. This is not um a a, a speak out a speaking out against vaccine. We want real tangible evidence that it works for us. Right. And we have the right to that. And we will keep disseminating information that has to do with the vaccine um, on the street, through this podcast, anywhere we can. As contact tracers, we want to stop the spread of COVID-19. But we also don't want to be fooled with what does that. The truth of the matter is we have no idea what this vaccine does. We have no idea how COVID-19 truly behaves. And now it's beginning to mutate. 
So all we can do is trust in self. And that's boosting the immune system. That's eating right. That's staying clean. This was the West Side Contact Traces podcast. Ron? Yes, sir. Thank y'all so much for listening. And spread love, everybody. By all means.